We are walking around parts of New York and Lola is picking out random things and my job is to create some kind of business lesson related to that random thing. So stay tuned for today's episode where we're gonna be talking about a lot of business concepts and my job is to come up with something on the spot about whatever random thing she picks out. So we'll see what she picks next. So the Dumbo area is, if you look at it, it's pretty much a very normal area. What makes it exciting is there is a very big bridge here and they came up with an interesting name. Dumbo is down under the Manhattan overpass and it has become a tourist attraction. What used to be a very ordinary neighborhood with a little bit of marketing and a little bit of branding and naming has become something special. You can do the same thing in your business with the right marketing and a little bit of messaging you can make something that seems very simple to be something that is very exciting. For example, let's say if you are a photographer and taking photos can be very, very simple, but let's say if you give it a very good name, like we're gonna do the New York experience of photography or we're gonna do the Brooklyn Bridge experience, what you can probably do is by giving it a fancier name, you now position it to be something that is more attractive than just, hey, we're gonna do a photo shoot in New York. So think about that in your business, your messaging, how you brand it, it can make a big difference. We're in the background, Terrell. I see a carousel. Bring, make a business correlation to this carousel for me. All right, so what I would say is a business lesson you can learn from the carousel is that the carousel is gonna go round and round to where it isn't very exciting about you know what the carousel is going to do. If you're sitting on it, it's going round and round. But if you're the operator, you gotta make it interesting. And so maybe you add music or like I said, maybe you change up the scenery just a little bit sometimes. And the same thing happens in your business because when it comes down to it, in your business, the same processes have to be done, you know, month after month, week after week, if you're going to continue growing. Now for your employees who are going through the motions, if you're the leader, you gotta find a way to keep it interesting so they don't get bored and just start job hopping from place to place because you want some consistency. So as a business owner or as a leader, you have to find a way to add things that keep it interesting so your team can keep doing the processes that are required to grow the business, but not get so bored that they wanna leave. So we're here at the Brooklyn Bridge and there is a very big business lesson that you should pay attention to. Now, here's the thing. The Brooklyn Bridge took about 14 years to build and the Brooklyn Bridge connects Brooklyn to Manhattan. Now, when it comes down to your business, a lot of times, if you're the leader in the business, you do have to be the connection between all the different departments, connecting people to the vision and the work that needs to get done. And you gotta be the connector. And the thing about it is that will take time because it took 14 years to build the Brooklyn Bridge. Now, it's not gonna take you 14 years to build the connection between your people and the vision of the organization, but it will take you time. So you gotta be committed to being able to connect those dots and it will help your business grow to the next level. Okay, Terrell, we are right next to the bridge here. I want you to give us a correlation, a business lesson from this brick infrastructure building. 
man, let's go. All right, so with this building, one of the things we can definitely tell is this building is pretty old, but they did a really good job of renovating it, making it interesting because not a lot of people wanna go to an old building unless there's something about it. Now, when it comes down to your business, at some point, your business will become older and it won't be the fresh and new thing. So you gotta figure out what can we add to our business to make it more attractive, whether it's our products, the way we do the marketing, the way we do the packaging, the way we do the branding, and the way we talk about the product is how can we make it interesting to attract more people to come even when our product or service feels a little old. Give me a business correlation of running to business owners. All right, so the question Lola asked is, there are a lot of people out here running, what's the business lesson you can draw from that? I will say this, I'm not a very big fan of distance running. I'm not a big fan of running at all. But one of the things that we know is that sometimes that's a healthy thing for you to do for your body. And then plus, when the weather's nice and the scenery is good, I mean, it becomes a great scene to do it. Now, for a lot of people, there may be something in your business, whether it's doing sales, doing marketing, where you're not a very big fan of it. But if you do it and you do it properly and you create some type of routine around it, it is going to be essential to helping you grow your business. Again, my background is accounting and finance, so sales and marketing is not my jam. But I know that if I don't do it, my business is not going to be healthy. So I gotta get over what I do or don't like, and I have to do what is necessary to keep my business healthy. All right, so another idea that Lola has for a random thing she picks, and I gotta make a business lesson while we're in the airport, what's your random thing, Lola? That waterfall in the background. Mmm, the waterfall. <laughs> so, okay, the business lesson I would say is, you know, if you think about it, we're in an airport right now. That waterfall serves no functional purpose for the airport. It isn't helping people get to their airline or their airplane. It isn't, you know, giving them directions or anything like that. But it does add to the experience of while people are in the airport. So. One of the things that I think about with your business, let's say you have a waiting room, or let's say you know if you're a virtual business and people are waiting to get started with you, the question is, what is that experience like while they're either waiting on results or while they're waiting to get started with you or while they're waiting to get in touch with you? If you make that experience something that is pleasant, that is something that will help you actually grow your business more because people will have great things to say about you. But imagine if the wait was a horrible experience. People would go tell everyone, you know what, you don't wanna do business with this place. It looks dingy or hey, you know what, this is not a good experience waiting for this person to do business with them. All right, so we're still in the airport and we're still doing the random thing that Lola picks out and I gotta make a business lesson. All right, it's up to you, Lola, what's up? So the signage, let's just say, all the signs that we're seeing here, there's a lot of signs, so let's talk about signage and just business. Awesome, so when you get to the airport, especially if it's a big airport like we are here in New York, you know, it can be a bit overwhelming trying to figure out where to go next, where, you know, and if you don't have good signage, people get lost or people get frustrated, they get upset, um, because a lot of times some people show up, they're trying to get to their flight at the last minute. Now, when you think about with your business, when people come to do business with you, they are trying to solve a problem. 
if there is no clarity about what should happen next or how they actually use your product or hey what are the steps in the process if there is no clarity people will get frustrated and they'll get upset so one of the things that you got to figure out in your business is how do you create clarity about the process how they use the product what should their expectations be because when you can do that you're going to give people a much better experience of doing business with you. What's the business lesson in freshly squeezed orange juice? All right, so what I would say is, you know, when you're buying different juices, a lot of times if you're buying freshly squeezed versus if you're buying that stuff that's off the shelf that, you know, has been made in a factory somewhere, you're going to see a very big price difference. Fresh costs more. And part of the reason is because of Fresh is actually a little bit healthier and the spoilage of it. So when it comes down to your business, I would say is this, if you're going to do something that is a bit more costly for a client, you should be charging a different price. Now, now I would say businesses that are service-based businesses are very guilty of this, where they're just trying to charge a set price. What you really need to do is look at like, how much do my customers value this versus an off-the-shelf product? because you should not be charging the same price for something that is very custom and unique and very interesting to the customer versus something you just pulled off the shelf. So I would say really look at your pricing and understand that, hey, fresh costs more. So customization is going to cost more and there is nothing wrong with charging a higher price for it.